0: Welcome to the Cultural Stew Podcast, coming to you from the Goat Factory Media Entertainment Studios. Warning, we use adult language, and there may be spoilers ahead. Hello, and welcome to episode 40. That is right. Episode 40 for the week of July 9th, 2019. My name is Ron Harkins Jr. and I'm here with my co-host.
1: Valerie Vidmar.
0: Hello and welcome. And welcome back from July 4th week of vacation.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. To the Adirondacks.
0: Did you watch America blow up? Oh
1: my God. We, uh, We did. You know, I was thinking that as we were sitting there watching all of the fireworks, that I feel like after... After this long there should be fireworks that look different than the ones that I mean they all look the same maybe it's just because people don't have enough money I, I'd be interested to see
0: I, I think outside of the commercial realm I think there's a limitation as to
1: what can be produced like we don't see any like certain colors we don't see I mean it It'd be kind of interesting to have different color combinations. Maybe I should go into firework design.
0: I, there's again, there's probably limitations as to what
1: we used to color. see shapes like hearts and stuff. We didn't see a shape. Maybe you written. saw a
0: really bad fireworks display because <sighs> I, I know the one we saw last year had shapes in it.
1: Did you have a smiley face?
0: A smiley face. There's a couple different things like that.
1: Hmm. Well, normally we do, but this year we did not. So, I don't know.
0: We didn't even go out this year because I just... I'm so tired of the firework thing. And I have two dogs that are just, like...
1: Yeah. Well, I'm over it now with owning house. animals
0: that I'm just, like, <laughs> no. gone past the point of liking fireworks. And then, you know... I don't, My body no. likes to shut down at nine thirty, ten o'clock at night. and
1: That's kind of how it was. It was just that they weren't starting until 9.30. The girls go to bed at 8. Yeah. And I... I don't know. The night after... I was not feeling it. I was not feeling it.
0: The night after July 4th, there were fireworks going off until 12 o'clock. I was ready to kill somebody. Yeah. But... I don't know.
1: I just... I... I'm... I don't know. I wasn't really into it this year. I felt bad. I went because my kids wanted to see it. That's the only reason. And we drove longer than the fireworks display was. So... To me, that's not worth it. Anyway, yeah, happy, <laughs> happy Independence
0: Day. Happy Independence Day. It's over and gone. We're still here,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but there are some people that are not.
0: Yeah, we got some. Uh, let's run through our docket. We got some news in the media world. We got some trailers. We're going to run through, um, as usual. We're going to go through. Um, what are some of our recommendations are, reach into our grab bag, talk about some of the stuff that's new, and then what's in our radar and what's in our queue. So let's dive into the news. What do we got?
1: Well, sadly, Cameron Boyce uh, died uh, at age 20, and he, well, they, they just said that he died of uh, a seizure in his um, sleep, resulting from an ongoing medical condition. And, and a lot of you may not know, Cameron Boyce, but he is uh, in The Descendants um, as Carlos, who is Cr- Cruella DeVille's son. So my children, my six-year-old's taking it pretty hard. But um, so she's she started watching, you know, started watching The Descendants immediately. And uh, he was also on Jesse. I didn't know that he made his debut... In Mirrors with uh, Kiefer Sutherland. That's pretty cool. And he also did, a, like I think he was eight years old, and he did a music video for Panic at the Disco uh, for that green gentleman. And he, he won a Daytime Emmy, actually, for an outstanding promotional announcement uh, for participating in a series honoring Black History Month. So uh, I know uh, that Adam Sandler actually had a big post on Twitter. About, yeah, I think he played him.
0: his son in Grown Ups, right? Yeah, I think so.
1: So that's pretty sad. I'm, I'm sad for them. Uh, also, um, Martin Charnin, creator. Oh, uh, well,
0: creator of my favorite and li- Annie.
1: Lyricist died at eighty-four. Yeah. So, those are our rest in peace moments.
0: Well, I'm sorry he died. Too right. bad Annie didn't die with him.
1: Hey, my daughter's going to be in Annie this summer. So yeah. <clears throat> we like Annie right now in our house. Um, So I think she's going I'd out. Until you
0: a- hear the son will come up tomorrow for the 80th time.
1: D- did he, is it because you were in it or something?
0: I've just always hated it.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: But yes, I was in it too. <laughs>
1: okay. I I don't mind it. I just, as long as it's the one with Carol Burnett. But um, actually, I know there's other ones that are good, but um, this is kind of funny to me. I don't know why. Vin Diesel confirms that Charlize Theron and Helen Mirren are reprising their fate of the Furious characters and then now filming Fast and Furious 9.
0: Hey. When you got something that makes money, keep printing.
1: Charlie's, yeah. Charlie's, and, and Helen Mirren are are both Oscar-winning actresses. Mm-hmm. I just want to point that out. I mean, I, I have nothing against Fast and Furious. It's just that,
0: and that franchise is so popular that they even made a Hobbs and Shaw, the spinoff from that, with Dwayne and Jason <laughs> Statham, and
1: yeah, Jason Statham. Jason really likes him. I have no feelings whatsoever. Um, another one of those things that you're gonna go, what the hell? Uh, me being the big movie lover, I've never seen The Big Lebowski. Um, I know. I'm sorry. His head. I'm just sorry. Hit. That was my head
0: hitting the microphone. Okay. Uh,
1: it, it's kind of oh, like boy. a. It's a thing. It's it's a, it's tied to something. So. I just didn't see it because I was.
0: So now you just refuse to see it.
1: I'm. I'm going to watch it. I just. I went through a little phase there because some He's, stupid thing. Jeff Daniels
0: reprised the the role for a uh, commercial with Sarah Jessica Parker.
1: Mm. Well, John Turturro's long-wushed about Big Lebowski sequel. The Jesus. <laughs> the Jesus rolls. Which was it, it was going to be known as Going Places, but now it has, now it's Jesus Rolls. Uh, I was planning to release in early 2020. It's written, directed, and stars Turturro. I guess he must have loved it. The film sees uh, the multi hyphenate. <laughs> what the multi hyphenate reprising his role was really funny, of. Jesus Quintana from the beloved Coen Brothers film. He'll be joined by a wide range of supporting cast that include Bobby Cannavale, Audrey Tatoo Tautou, right? John Hamm, Susan Sarandon, and Pete Davidson. So he's got a lineup there. Interesting. I don't know what is going to. I guess I should watch the first one to figure out why there would be a sequel. Was there a cliffhanger?
0: It's been a long time since I've actually seen it.
1: (laughs) Okay. I don't know. I don't
0: think it ever needed a sequel. but
1: John did.
0: We live in the world of sequels. So if if there can be a sequel made off of something and capitalized on something, it will.
1: It's either a sequel or it is a remake. Or it's a, let's turn a animated movie into a live action film. Uh, like the new trailer that I just saw, Mulan, which I found interesting because...
0: But that's been Disney's plan for the last right. four years. No, I know. Going through their catalog and doing that.
1: That's fine.
0: With what, two this year alone? I
1: think so.
0: Three? Because I think, I think the Enchanted... Is this year two?
1: The Enchanted. Or not
0: The Enchanted. Uh, the one with Angelina Jolie. Oh. The second one. The Enchantress or? Yes. Second one.
1: Um, Is that what it's called?
0: Something like that. Maleficent? Maleficent. Something The Enchanted. I
1: don't know. She was really good. Actually, Maleficent, the movie, was, I thought it was very good. I really actually enjoyed that movie. Uh, the one thing that I noticed about Mulan is that at least from what I could tell, she does not she does not try to be a boy she doesn't uh, cut off her hair she doesn't do all this stuff and try to you know do the whole gentle thing um,
0: Have you seen Mulan the animated movie?
1: Yes, I mean yes, but it's been a very long time. Does she not cut off her hair
0: I- don't think she cuts it off her hair. I think she hides it.
1: Well, hides it. And Same. there's
0: a, a scene where she's fighting and she has her hair put up. And it's that they show the last scene in the trailer is her hair down. And that's kind of like when she reveals herself of who she is.
1: So that's not the whole thing. So it's possible that I am completely wrong. And she does try to hide herself as a boy.
0: I believe so. I, I Yeah. But the biggest thing for me is it's missing music. I know. There's some good songs <laughs> in the animated film that are not going to be there. And that was a big part of the film in general.
1: Por ejemplo. What? Sorry. That's, not- <laughs> and that's it. For example. Sorry. Sometimes you oh. throw out Spanish. Um, what songs are you missing?
0: Um you know you're putting me on the spot I can't remember the names of it but I mean that was the first thing my wife even came out she's like Where are the, where's the music <laughs> um,
1: I don't know why they decided to do that because all the other ones did oh, no not all of them Maleficent, Maleficent didn't I don't, I don't believe I don't know maybe it's not
0: what are we going to do when they make Bambi
1: <laughs> god Doesn't we, that's not going to happen
0: Hey, we got Lion King coming out in a month. Not even a month. It's like two weeks. Yes. 16th.
1: How do you feel about that?
0: I think it looks great. I'm looking forward to it. I've heard a little bit of Beyonce and um, Donald Glover singing Can You Feel the Love Tonight. And? we got Seth Rogen playing uh, Timon. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we got John... Uh, John Oliver playing Zazu. Yeah, you know, the only, you know. the one
1: thing that sticks out in my mind about that movie, and I think about it all the time, is the, I'm, for lack of a better word, the monkey that comes and whacks him on the head. Rafiki. Yes. Okay, good for you. Mm-hmm. He whacks him on the head to teach him a lesson about, you know, the past and the future and in the present, I thought that was extremely clever. Um. Anyway, moving on. Knives Out.
0: Uh, Knives Out looks great. That looks hilarious. Um,
1: it has uh, it's our-
0: Chris Evans, also known as Captain America.
1: There <laughs> um, we go. But this is just
0: the start. Um. It's got Daniel Craig in it,
1: who is totally
0: and pulling off a southern drawl uh, accent. He is
1: not <laughs> James Bond. It's, this movie looks fantastic. I, I, I actually, when I saw it, thought, it's been a long time that I've been really excited to see a movie.
0: And it's by the Russo brothers who also directed Avengers. So there's kind of that little pull from, mm-hmm. you know, they were able to get that, but this will be good for the Russo brothers to show that they can, hey, yeah. we do more than just the Marvel stuff. That's and good. just from what I saw from the trailer, it looks hilarious to me i mean it looks great and i love that they like had the the little piano music rolling underneath and then all of a sudden you, they cut to daniel craig plunking the the one note on the piano when everybody looks at him um
1: it's um it's it's a movie that it's about like a detective show like it's um yeah so a detective um, and a trooper travel and interview a quirky, quirky relatives because, um oh, not, somebody uh, I'm
0: sorry, not the de- Russo brothers. It's Rian Johnson, uh, from Star Wars. I screwed that That's up.
1: That's okay. That's okay. For
0: yeah. some reason I had the Russo brothers tied into that for some reason.
1: I, it's fine.
0: But, you know, Michael Shannon's one of the brothers. Jamie Lou Curtis is the, the ex-wife or not the ex-wife, the wife who Christopher Plummer um, was the father who died, and so it's the whole like you know, whodunit. it's the the who done it type murder mystery. Um, and Frank Oz is in this too, and Don Johnson.
1: I know. I, I was like, so excited. I had a dream about Don Johnson the other day. I mean, that, not that kind of dream, but it was just uh, I really enjoy uh, seeing his face. I liked I liked John Don Johnson very much when I was young.
0: Um, but yeah, if you're looking for a good trailer to watch, that's a good one to watch. Um, that'll be out later this fall. And uh,
1: we'll put that up for you, of course. Yeah. And then um, we have Jacob's Ladder. Okay, so here's another redo because Tim. I want to say Tim Roth, and that's not wrong. It's Tim Robbins, correct? It was in the first one. Um, which I had to watch in film school. And I thought that my ears were going to start bleeding and my eyes are going to, I don't know. I thought <laughs> uh, that is one hell of a movie. Jacob's Ladder, the original Jacob's Ladder. Sitting there watching that is bizarre and terrifying and, you know, some things that you wish that you never had seen. Yeah. So they're going to redo it. Yay! <laughs> um,
0: but Is it a movie that needed to be redone?
1: I don't know. I think I'm, I'm interested because when I saw it, here's the thing. I mean, I, it's been years since I've seen that movie. But when I saw this trailer, I was actually interested in the movie. I thought it looked good. And then I'll, cause I just thought, eh, whatever. And then all at once I was like, oh, that's interesting. But Jacob's Ladder, wow. I would say see the first one and then uh, see the second one and see, like, you know, what your thoughts are. We could even talk about that, maybe. If you're willing to go to see, see Jacob's Ladder, are you willing to see When's it? When's it coming out? It comes out, actually, later. I think it comes out around... Halloween. The new one? It actually comes out. Um, why do you always do this to me? The 2019. It comes out on August. In August! So soon, good, okay, so that will be something to look forward to um, and then we had one more, yes,
0: you had one more oh yes. my gosh this
1: okay, this movie looks bizarre, burn, which is, biz- is- just strange, and I think maybe this I don't know I don't know the actress in burn um. But she's uh maybe a, i watch me say she's a breakout person um and people know who she is but i i i've never seen her before, but she is so creepy and it takes place in like a like like i say like a the convenience store and Weird stuff takes place. She's strange. They keep showing how strange she is. And then somebody tries to hold up the joint. And then, I don't know, it all goes crazy. Um, so that one was something that I kind of looked at and thought, "That's that looks bizarre and strange. So that will be coming out. And I will actually put up the trailer so that you can see what I'm talking about. This is not a girl that you want. as a, you know, a new friend at work. This is not my little nice friend at work person. Anyway, that's all I have. Do you have?
0: That's all. It was light week on... It was a
1: very, very light week in trailers. At least from what I saw. There was one, actually, there was another one that I saw that I thought looked kind of funny or interesting. And yes, I'm a paper person. So I still put things on paper. Um... Where is it? It was a movie, Rosie, which is an Irish film. Um, Oh, After the Wedding, which is not a new trailer that's coming out. Have you seen an After the Wedding trailer with Michelle Williams and... Oh, damn
0: it. I have not.
1: Um, Michelle Williams and, you know, an a, an actress that has won an Academy Award and she's in the hours and she's redheaded and she used to be in Horrible Turns actually. She played, she played a twin, um, after the wedding.
0: Oh, the redhead from Lost World, Jurassic Park, Lost World.
1: Yeah. Okay. Sorry. My God, Valerie. <laughs> I am sorry. Everybody thinks, what the hell is she doing on this show? But Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. She used to be on As the World Turns a long time ago, and she played twins. I just want to throw that out like a little tidbit. And Billy Crudup is in it, and there is something. She played
0: her own twin like Army Hammer did? And yes.
1: The- she played her own twin. She, and she showed up like she was Dr. Bob's daughter and I like it was random. I don't know. It was very strange. Um, and
0: then they started killing All of a sudden mysterious death started happening in the no, evil twin. One's when's,
1: when's very nice. And I can't remember. I just remember thinking she made an impact on me, but, <laughs> um, Michelle Williams, of course, from Dawson's Creek, which I also watched. So or La just,
0: La, or not La La Land. Um,
1: Yes, she's on the land.
0: Michelle Williams.
1: No, no. I, I meant mean to say. I um, meant. Um, <laughs> sorry, <showman. laughs> the greatest showman. <laughs> like, yeah. That's why
0: I was a cracker my, myself. My
1: brain was like <laughs> putting them both together. Yeah, that would have been interesting. I mean, that she would have done okay in that movie. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, um, sorry. Back. For some to, reason,
0: I feel like Michelle Williams and Ryan Gosling have been in something together.
1: Yeah, they have. It's called Drive. See, my brain works fast sometimes. Anyway, this movie, uh, I will put up the preview for that one, the trailer for that one, and it's coming on August 9th. But it looks awesome because something happened with Michelle Williams. And she meets Julianne Moore and they come pals. And then Julianne Moore is going to give her money for her, you know, um project she's doing in India. And then she sees. Julianne's husband Billy could and there are sparks flying there and he says what are you doing here and then we know something happened between these two Mm that should not have happened maybe
0: doesn't sound like my kind of movie
1: oh well it does me
0: sounds like a soap opera
1: you know I think that life is some somewhat of a soap opera. Yeah. So it works for, for, works for me. So I'll put up those. You can take a look at those. But if you're going to put those women in there, I think they're worth going to see. But anyway, there. For I our think favorites. I
0: remember saying that about a movie called Winchester when I said, oh, if they're going to put that amount of talent in there, it's going to be worth seeing. <laughs> and it turned out to be a complete
1: You know, it's true. Crap. They do have <laughs> things that are absolute crap. But I just want to have.
0: When good actors end up in total crap, I yes. want to feel sorry for them. But at the same time, I'm like, are they just doing it so they can
1: make money? Make
0: money? I hate and Have that. something in their bank account?
1: Don't they have or money still? Or they story? honestly
0: think that it was good and I they wanted to be part of it?
1: I can't imagine. There's so many movies like that. Like that would be a very interesting little tidbit that we throw in all these movies of these people that you're like wow you're in this movie and this movie sucks it's like
0: oh like take winchester like helen mirren didn't need it as a step zone for anything
1: i didn't oh oh, i did did i see that movie like i don't even remember if i saw it
0: it was just weird
1: oh that's the scary movie like sort of even
0: call it it was like
1: isn't it about like a It was the
0: house but it wasn't like scary Okay, I wouldn't define it as scary, but my level of scary is not. I thought But that, it was still, it was like, I thought, you know, you, you put somebody, like Helen Marin, and uh, was it Jason? Jason? I can't remember his last name. Ah! S, Patrick. Patrick, Jason Patrick. No.
1: Jason Patrick.
0: Man. That's not his name.
1: Jason Patrick. He was gorgeous. And he, I mean, he, I loved him since. Since I'm just going to go with it. My my brain is going to go with you. Uh, Lost boys, and do you know a little tidbit about Jason? Is he is Jackie Gleason's grandson? Did you know that?
0: Oh no! Something interesting that I found out. Do you know who Sean Astin's mother is?
1: Yes, Patty Duke.
0: <laughs> I did not know. Boom,
1: that. people! Because I grew up with my mother, I know all these things. I mean,
0: that was just a weird one to me. Like it was so off the wall that I like, oh.
1: Yeah. Patty Dugaston.
0: Yeah. Didn't.
1: There's a lot of people. I mean, how many people out there do not know that Shirley McLean and Warren Beatty are siblings? They are brother and sister people. And so many people are like, what? Of course, some people are like, "Who in the hell is Warren Beatty?" Go back and Warren
0: Beatty is Dick Tracy. God,
1: no, Warren Beatty
0: is yes, in. He is.
1: he is. Yes, he Don't is. Say no, he is. No, he is. He is Dick <laughs> Tracy. What I'm saying is, to me,
0: he's also Bonnie and Clyde.
1: Yes, he is. But I'm I'm going back further. He's in one of the saddest, heart wrenching movies that you could ever watch in your life with Natalie Wood, Splendor in the Grass, watch it. I think Jason's dad had Jason watch it or something to kind of explain.
0: The birds at the (laughs)
1: beach. Like the pain of adolescence or something horrible. I was like, what? Oh, my gosh. Anyway, but um, Splendor in the Grass, if you have not seen it, watch it. I mean, that should be one of my, you know, I'm getting up so regularly. Um,
0: so the, the Jason I was thinking was yes. Jason Clark, not Jason Patrick. I knew he had a, it was a a first name as a last name thing.
1: See, it's, this is where the ADHD brain comes in yeah. handy. I can fill that it was for you. Like, you
0: know, so Winchester, you know, you have a movie that has Helen Mirren and Jason Clark, both terrific actors in a shitty film. What drives them to do that film? Is it, because they honestly thought they were making a good film, or was it no. because they needed to pad their bank account? I Me, mean, they both didn't need it as a stepping stone.
1: Maybe some things look better on paper than they do when they're put out. That's what I'm thinking sometimes. I when I watch something, I'm thinking like, "This sucks," and this I can't believe it. this is embarrassing for you. I'm embarrassed for you. Like, let's just say, um, what was the movie with Johnny Depp and Angelina Jolie?
0: The tourist.
1: Yeah, that was horrible. Horrible. I mean, they both know what shit is and they both did it. Um, and then that the Gili. G, Gelee.
0: Kevin Smith's film.
1: Yeah. The one that everybody talks about. It's like one of the worst mm-hmm. movies of ev- ben, ever.
0: Uh Affleck.
1: Who has an Academy and Award.
0: And Jennifer Lopez. Lopez.
1: Jennifer Lopez is actually...
0: I honestly, I never saw that movie, so I don't even... It's
1: boring, Julie. It's boring. But Jennifer Lopez was actually in a really fantastic movie with George Clooney. You want to give me the name?
0: Um, It was the one uh, where she was in the trunk of the car. <laughs> That's
1: exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> the trunk um, of the car. It's a
0: good movie, too. It's fantastic. It's probably one of Clooney's better movies.
1: I know. And guess what? And I
0: would probably say it's probably Jennifer Lopez's best movie that she's in.
1: Yeah. And it is called How Many People Are Screaming in Their Cars? Or Screaming Out Loud. Out of Sight. Out of Sight. Yeah. 1998. Watch that one. We're all over the place. Yeah. But you know what? This is.
0: So there's a couple of weird movies for you to check out and not check out.
1: <laughs> oh, and. Yeah. And we, if you, you want
0: more of Winchester, I talked about that a long time ago. It sucked. So don't have to go back and check that out? Don't
1: watch that. Okay, so
0: so let's roll into our queue interview recommendations. Um <laughs> I had a couple things in my queue. Didn't get to any of them except for Spider-Man um and I'm hoping to to talk more in depth about the whole Spider-Man <laughs> thing with a round table. It's just proving difficult to get more than myself into a room. Really? It's summer. Getting people oh. to line up schedules. A lot of for, these
1: people are, are theater yeah, people.
0: It, it's all over this. like I gave a, th- a three week schedule and I'm just like, let me know what you guys have available. And
1: nobody had anything available?
0: I have like one person that's responded with availability. Everybody's like, ah, you're going to have to check in next month. It's like, it's just, it's busy for everybody.
1: That's so, too bad.
0: Eventually I'll get around to talking a little bit more in depth about it. Um, so I'll just talk about. I have about,
1: somebody that could be on the round table.
0: Uh, I, that's I been said to, to be. me like 15 times by many people. Yeah.
1: Okay, so fine. I'll see if they can work it out.
0: Um, So I'm just going to gloss over the surface. Spider-Man Far From Home is the follow-up to Spider-Man Homecoming, but it's also the follow-up to um, Avengers Endgame and what happened there. Um, it's directed by John Watts, again, the same director who directed Homecoming. Um, and overall, I think it's a good film. Um, if I was to give it a score, probably mid eighties, um, out of a hundred. Right. Um I think it has its moments. Uh definitely the first third of the film I was cracking up a lot, and a lot of it was because of the tie ins to everything that happened in all like the Avengers and everything, and they kept doing the callbacks to that, and it's like if If you went into this film and you hadn't watched any of the Avenger stuff or what happened prior to this, I'm pretty sure you'd be lost or be like, what the heck is up with all these spoilers? Did you see
1: the trailer? The trailer where... Which one? The trailer uh, where Spider-Man's standing there and he says, uh, if you have not seen Ender's Game, is that what it's called?
0: Endgame. Endgame, sorry.
1: Endgame. Uh, Do not watch this trailer because there's... There's spoilers. Yeah, there
0: there was, what was that, a week and a half out? Or was it two weeks out from the release of Endgame? Uh, Because it was, they couldn't release anything because, you know, know, Tony dies, you know, this happens, this happens, this happens. And all that stuff is stuff that he's got to address now because they wanted to take it on. But like the biggest point was, well, if you watched Infinity War... You know that he disappeared. Spider Man was one of the ones that disappeared, along with like half the universe. Well, they play on that of like how that how did that affect Spider Man Homecoming? Because now they're all back, but they're all they're all the same age. Why everybody else is five years older? Correct. And so there's this whole hilarious part in the first third about how like one kid was like not. He was like this tiny little kid and now he's like in their grade, but they made everybody, why are they going on vacation? Even though they like, they've already gone on or not vacation. They've already gone on a school trip. They're making everybody redo the grade again. It, I'm not explaining it well, but in the movie it's hilarious because it's like, it's how they're dealing with the, Hey, half of the school was gone for five years. (laughs) How do we deal with all of a sudden all these people, popping back into life. So
1: so my girls fell in love with Spider-Man, with Tobey Maguire, okay? And they watched the first one and the second one, but I didn't, the third one I didn't do because I don't know. I thought maybe that was a little scary. Don't you think? I think it was a little scary for them, so I haven't done that one. So... We did go to the Spider Man that was, you know, all the different Spider Mans you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they really like that. So then Harper sees, Harper loves Spider Man. She sees the one where he's laying on the. The, the picture is Spider Man laying down on like a city. Homecoming? Is it Homecoming? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we started to watch it. It's PG 13. Yes, I knew. But anyway. Um, so we started watching it it's doing you know we're, we're doing okay, but now I'm like we had to go to bed right so I was thinking do, does it get really bad as far as like violence and like it wasn't that bad in, story, in in the beginning it was just strange because the girls just kept thinking he acts so young, he acts so dumb like he doesn't act like Toby did he doesn't act
0: because he's a kid he's- like he's not old,
1: but Toby didn't act like that.
0: Toby was into his twenties by the end of the.
1: I know, but the three What they're series. saying is that they don't understand that, like, oh, he's figuring out who he is, and then, you know, these are two different things. Um, but I guess one was a different type of Spider-Man because they, those
0: those aren't even connected to the. Spider-Man. They're not connected. Nope. Right. That and not this even Spider Verse is not connected to this. Yeah, and then this
1: is a new Spider-Man. Mhm. Okay. Why do they that's in I I the others do they have anything to do with the comics or not? Do they follow well, the comics? They're
0: all loosely based on stuff from the comics, yeah. Huh. But I mean they're they're nothing they're not part of the MCU. The only stuff that's part of the MCU is Homecoming and um Far from Home.
1: I just read um, that the Joker is not going to be following the comic at all.
0: No, it's just based on some loose stuff.
1: Yeah. So he's worried about pissing off all the the people that are reading the comic book. But
0: yeah, yeah, so with Far From Home... um, it's kind of one of those, like I said, you get, you got to know your stuff going into it. It's not a just, hey, we're <laughs> going to go to the movie on Friday and check this movie out because it's got Spider-Man in it. A lot of stuff won't make sense. It would just be like, what is going on? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, you could be a But how they how they address some of that stuff is hilarious to me. Okay. And then a lot of it is Spider-Man finally figuring out who he actually is and having to come to grips with who he is. And that's been a little bit of a arc for him from Spider-Man. Because his first one was uh, Far From Home. Then you bring him into... Or not Far From Home. Uh, was he in Far... Who came first? Far From Home or Civil War? Civil War. So Civil War came and then Far From Home. And then you've got an Infinity War, then Endgame, then this. And so he's got his own little arc going on between these movies that you kinda like now that everything that happened in Endgame, he's now gotta figure out where he fits in as a hero. Right. In general. And not wanting to be a hero, wanting to be a kid and, you know, enjoy his life and um but coming to grips with realizing that, you know, the whole with great power comes great responsibility and realizing that he has to kind of grow up not so much grow up. He needs to like, he needs to put the other's needs above his own. Right. Because I mean, right. that's more important.
1: Well, to me, it, it it is a lot like all of us. We start growing up, but it's hard. And then you don't want to have to do all these things. You don't want to have to start paying bills. You don't want to have to start doing that. And you have You have to do it because that's part of it. And I'm telling you, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you look back and think, gosh, it's
0: being a kid. One of the the interesting things about this, and it's something that like I want to save more for a round table, but you brought up the the other three films. You know, one of the big things of Spider-Man's motivation of moving forward in the three films was he had the Uncle Ben figure. I know. Oh, okay. When they introduced this Spider-Man, we didn't have the Uncle Ben figure. I know, and But
1: anti. we have
0: a quasi- Uncle Ben and Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man and he as Spider-Man is learning who he is and who he is, Robert Downey Jr. is taking him under his wing the whole time and mm-hmm. whole time until time and then all of a sudden in Endgame, Iron Man dies and now he's left with that Uncle Ben moment right. of he's gone. What do I do?
1: That, was it his fault?
0: No, it wasn't his fault, but it's just that that would be the equivalence of this story. So it kind of like how everything in Spider-Man one, two and three that you watched that was all condensed right at the beginning. This has been more of a drawn out like
1: Marvel can really got these brains that are going on
0: um, if you. So, yeah, again, if if you're familiar with the series and you've watched the other films, go see it. If you haven't get caught up. It's an it's enjoyable. It's gonna take film. you a long time
1: to get caught up, but it's summer. <laughs> yeah, you can just. It's summer because so nobody has any jobs, nobody has anything to do.
0: It's summer. Endgame game will be out um, at the end of the month, so you can catch up on every single film.
1: Um, if you want to keep going on with the, if you have no idea what's going on and you're confused, um. This was not on my queue, people, because I, in the, you know, in the Adirondacks, you don't, we didn't even have the TV on and I didn't get to see anything from my queue. Um, but I came back <laughs> and I started watching Strange Things and I've gotten to the third one. I have people who have finished it all over the world and I keep falling asleep. So. Jason passed out during the second one. I passed out on the third one.
0: So clarification, do you keep falling asleep because you're not interested in it or you're just tired?
1: Exhausted. So um, today I thought, you know what? I've got to watch something. Um,
0: We've gotten through two Stranger Things and it's more out of my respect for my oldest daughter of not skipping ahead mm -hmm. because she's like, I've been waiting for you so that we can watch this. She gave me that, like the whole teenage attitude. I'm like, okay, okay, we'll watch it. So we watched two episodes on... Saturday night. What'd you think? I liked it so far. So far, it's kind of weird as we're starting to get into the the later eighties, yeah, stuff and I, the mall. God, and it's like, ugh. I hate that period yeah, of time. I do, and the music and, however, the like the musicians Kyle Dixon and Michael. I Hate
1: the brother. I hate the brother. Which one? <laughs> the one that Jason says is supposed to be looking like Rob Lowe. Oh. Give me a break.
0: The uh, the Australian actor from Power Rangers. Ugh. Yeah.
1: Anyway. Um, so I watched, I apologize if I say this wrong, Anima. That I'm, sounds right to me. I'm going to say Anima. Uh, this is on Netflix and Tom York, who is from Radiohead.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's the name of his latest album is Anima.
1: Right. 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 So um, he gets together with Paul Thomas Anderson and they get together and uh, Paul, An- Paul Thomas Anderson, P-E-T-A, <laughs> sorry. Uh, they put together a 15 minute film on Netflix. It's just 15 minutes it and it uh, has uh, like, I think five songs. like. Um,
0: so it'd be like a 15 minute music video
1: sort of except that he puts in different songs from the album i cuz it comes up and it talks it comes up and shows you the different song coming mm-hmm. on or whatever and so i watched it and it is you know um i i had experimental film class so i can pretty much watch anything <laughs> um this experimental film it's I enjoyed it the first part of it you're in like you're going down a subway tunnel which is kind of cool and they they say they keep saying best the best way to watch it is to watch it loud so to turn it up extremely loud so that the music is just completely surrounding you and it's yeah so um You're in this. Then you go into the subway. You're in a subway car, and every you know. Then people start having choreography. It's not dancing. I would say it was choreography. But the choreography, honestly, if you look at it closely, I just kept thinking, oh well, that that's just people moving in the ways that they would move on a subway um, or a train when they're getting to work or they're getting you know, back from work. I mean, when I was in Chicago, like tons of people just like you're, they're, they're asleep. These people can sleep. They can do all this stuff. You know, the one thing is that, um, when I took Zoe to New York city, I was telling her how loud it was going to be. And it wasn't loud because everybody was on their phones. Now there are no phones in this video because he's Tom, Tom York has kind of gone through this whole thing about the, loneliness that has kind of captured like it's like um cell phones and and the computers and you know all of that stuff all the data everything what would you call that whole thing um the internet etc is making people more alone i would have to agree with this statement that people do not know how to communicate in front of them like faces. And I'm glad for some things that I've gotten to know people, but other than that, you do feel more alone in a way because I like to talk on the phone and a lot of people don't. Strange. Um, The music is definitely makes you feel it's, it's not happy. This is not happy. And then some of the visuals of him walking up and walking up and trying to walk up and he sees this woman, um, on the subway. I'm actually like really using my hands to describe this, but, um, it's actually his wife in real life. And then, uh, he's like trying to, he kind of sees her. And I was like, Oh, and then later he sees her and he's trying to get to her. It's just, it seems like he's struggling to get somewhere all the time. And, there's a point where he struggles and he's in this white, almost like a mountain, and he just turns his back and sits down and he's like, "You know what? this is too hard." So he sits down and it's just like all this stuff starts coming up behind him, um like dust particles, and beautiful, and then he sees her um in the lyric. The lyric that ends this, I, I won't tell you, but uh, when he sees her and when he talks to her, like, um, the lyric is basically his thought to her. And then when they're together, oh, God, the lyric that ends the whole thing is just heart-wrenching. I i liked it. I thought that I, I mean, I guess I got really into the whole meaning of it. And, you know, if you're struggling with something and you keep struggling and you keep struggling and you just feel like you keep pulling down, um, it's hard when you're going through something. And life and relationships and, you know, being able to redo things, you can't. You can't redo life. You can't redo anything. So I would watch it. If you... You
0: can't redo, what you can learn.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's just... Yeah. I don't know. It leaves you with an interesting feeling. Kind of like the same feeling I had when I watched Ghost. Not, not the one... Not the one with the... Uh, is it called Ghost? It's the one... Um, with
0: Patrick Swayze and Whoopi no, Goldberg? No, 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 no. Not okay. that that one. <laughs> i just had the no, clay scene in my head no I'm it's sorry. the
1: one where it's the um brother it's the affleck brother and he
0: oh um isn't it yeah you you talked about it on one of the previous it's episodes like, i
1: thought it was called that
0: it might be called ghost
1: um anyway love me it's the same type of feeling so
0: the one where they're actually wearing like ghost sheets and yes yeah
1: So, um, which actually is a very deep film, but whatever, um, if you like, you know, alternative film and experimental film, if you like, or did like, or have had any desire to listen to Radiohead, I would say that, you know, obviously there are some Radiohead sounds, obviously, um. Then watch it. It's fifteen minutes of your life. You're gonna know whether you want to watch it within the first three. So if you don't want to watch it, you can just turn that off. But if you do, I don't know. It might take you on a like a little emotional journey for fifteen minutes. That is my review.
0: And I think that was about half of the fifteen minutes.
1: That's not nice. No, I'm just stating <laughs> I see. No, I'm just saying, yeah, it, I don't know. I could talk more about it, but I'm not going to because I feel like it might be boring for others, so, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know
0: no it it music videos and I'm just I'm saying that in general because like they've gotten more
1: this is like this is like a short film
0: well that that what I was gonna say is a lot of the music videos over the past decade or so have become closer to that they've become short films they've become ways for filmmakers and a lot of filmmakers that are coming into the filmmaking world have actually come from music videos because they've been exploring that let's tell a film or story through this film and so they're making these like five minute chunk films and they're no longer just like you know, that singer singing in front of it, it's an actual film and the music is just telling the story.
1: There's definitely, if you, if you find a story in this, it's, it's going to be you creating it yourself. I mean, this is a, what? (laughs) Choose your own adventure. This is experimental to experimental extremes. Okay. So just, just ride the ride is what I'm saying. Because you're going to be like, what in the hell is going on here? <laughs> but it's actually really beautiful. And I loved it. Um, so, All right.
0: On that note, let's reach into the grab bag and uh, talk about what's new in the world and start wrapping up here.
1: Okay. So uh,
0: what's new? We got Moulin Rouge has moved on to Broadway and is now in previews.
1: Yep. But I haven't heard anything about it.
0: Yeah, they'll start rolling. Stuff will start rolling out.
1: So um, we've been listening to some of the um, things on YouTube that they've released. Uh, And then this weekend, we just have a couple movies coming out. I'm sure there's more like indies or, but um, Crawl. (laughs) Okay, Crawl is about. A gigantic alligator swarmed around a woman and her father as floodwaters engulfed their family's home. This is after a hurricane. So, this is what that's about. Um, Yeah. And Stuber, I'll let you just, you can talk about Stuber.
0: Uh, I don't know much more about it other than the trailer, uh, you know, um... Forgot the ne- the name of the the main character, but the, the cop is Dave Bautista and Stu is the Uber driver and Dave Bautista basically uh, hails the Uber driver, picks him up and makes him drive all over the place for him and ends up getting Stu involved in police work and uh, the antics that come with that. It looked kind of funny. It's probably not going to be something I'm going to see in theaters. Not really high up there, but it'll this be. It's
1: the funniest film of the summer.
0: That's like everybody says that. You, ha, you have like one oddball critic that says that, and everybody places it on there. Um, but it, it'll probably be one of those ones that I'll just I'll store away, and if I see it on like a ninety-nine cent rental on iTunes, I'll probably grab it, or if it comes on Netflix or something.
1: And it. For if I need
0: like a a nice light night. Stu
1: and Uber. Stuber, yeah, You pointed that out to me earlier. I was like, oh, got it. It's just not. Yeah, that's kind of funny. I feel
0: bad for not remembering his name. Uh,
1: If you want to go look it up and say it so that he has it said uh, on the Cultural Stew podcast.
0: Oh, got to love when an ad pops up as you're trying to look up something. (laughs) You can't click off the dang ad (laughs) because it's behind it.
1: Why don't you just do IMDb?
0: That's what I was on, and it—you're an kidding me? Over, yeah, the Lion That's King pathetic. popped over the top of it. That's
1: pathetic. Sad.
0: It's uh, Kumail Nanjani. Nanjani.
1: Okay. Yeah. All I mean, right.
0: Karen, Karen Gillian's in it too, but.
1: And if you haven't heard, July Fourth, Stranger Things hit Netflix.
0: Yeah, just a reminder since we weren't. On last week, to remind people. Yeah. We weren't here last week.
1: So, um...
0: It came on July 4th.
1: It came on July 4th, and...
0: I'm sure by next week, we could probably knock off more of it and maybe actually talk about it next week.
1: Yeah, because I can't, I can't, uh, get there. I know that many of you have finished already. So, that,
0: uh... So, we'll have a delayed Strangers stranger's Thing Talk-a-thon next week
1: talkathon conversation or talkathon yeah
0: and uh, on tv not much new it's summertime so a lot of the the junk tv starts hitting um in music uh two new records came out within the last two weeks uh there's some new rack and tours music um they haven't made a record in almost a decade i believe that's jack white's uh, other band that he messes around with um about 70% of the songs are good and worth listening to. Um, I like the raconteur sound. It sounds like a Jack white band. It just, it's good stuff. Um, and then we also had new black keys, uh, let's rock. I can't remember when their last one came out, but I liked the, the, I've listened to it twice now and I've liked it. So those are two that stood out to me that came out.
1: I have to circle around back. I apologize. i have to circle around back to, um, streaming because there's one uh when is today okay okay so on July 10th Family Reunion hits Netflix as well and I watched the preview to that and it, I I laughed I thought it was really funny it's hilarious a family that's struggling to make the transition from their life in Seattle to Georgia uh, where their extended family lives so you've got you know people from the north going down to the south. And uh, yeah, I thought it was really hilarious. So I think that people should check that out. Uh, July 10th. Uh, there we go. Sorry. I wanted to make sure that I got that in. And books. Books. We have a couple that maybe people would be interested in. Um, for instance, uh, there is a new Daniel Silva, I guess that's how you say it, the new girl, it's hitting this week. And um, there is another, James Patterson. The man just keeps just banging out those books. This one's called Sophia, Princess Among Beasts. It just doesn't seem like a James Patterson movie or book. Anyway, but other than that, those are the two that I saw from uh the big names so that's what we got for books and that is what i have i'm just listening to the audible stuff i'm i just started still house Lake with rachel kane and i um i'm digging it it's kind of yeah it's pretty cool right now it's very tense and then our little lies which i talked about last week i returned i just could not not good I think it probably could be good. I just could not get into it. So, um, and still practicing the power of now.
0: Are you still practicing the power of now?
1: I tried to a lot during the vacation, and it did not happen for me. It's just disappointing. But, you know, you have to keep practicing. So, that's all I have.
0: All right. I'm still on the Jack Reacher thing, and <laughs> haven't gotten sick of him yet, so I'll keep listening.
1: Who, um, who, who's... Who reads? Is Uh, it the same guy for every book?
0: Dick Hill is one of the readers and he's done a couple of the books and then there's been another guy that's read a couple of the books. Um, The biggest thing on like the book I'm reading now, it sounds like he came in with a cold or something and did the reading with a cold Uh, because it just sounds unlike his previous recordings and it sounds older which is even weirder. It like sounds like, hey, we recorded this on an 8-track or just like weird the quality is really weird yeah do you
1: ever look at the um i always go and look and see what people say about the books before i get the book
0: no i'm just going in order of the series so I mean, it. it really doesn't matter at this point i just because there are some things that go between the books and i just kind of want to make sure i catch all the the little things like his mannerisms or certain things that have happened in his life and interesting like the one i'm currently listening to is like him 10 years before all the other books that i read. It's him and his previous life and things that happened there that if I skip this book, I'd be missing all of this. What book are you on? Eight. I think book eight. Good for you. But as I can, like there, I haven't been pleased with the narrators. I've heard, I've had some really good narrators that I've listened to. I haven't been pleased with either one of these as narrators and especially not now with the guy sounding like he has a cold the whole time (laughs) because listening to somebody talk like they have a cold when you know what their voice sounds like on the other ones for 10 hours or whatever right not
1: i mean i tried to have our family listen to a book (laughs) and
0: my wife's always like we can't listen to that stuff it puts me to sleep
1: that's exactly what Jason said I'm
0: like for me for driving it it's keeps t- my mind me too focused and, and we're
1: like we're into it we're listening to it it's a great Limoncello library like escape from Mr. Limoncello's library or something like that a um, kids like book but it was really cool interesting Jason's like I can't do it I need my headphones I can't do this I gotta get it you know we have to stop we have to get a Red Bull I'm like Jeez, okay, so that's really
0: driving from here to Red to get
1: I know, dude. If we are tired, uh. but if the, the girls and I, my goodness, we are all about books.
0: So. All right, uh, what's on your radar and what's in your queue, Valerie?
1: Ooh, this is a t- tough one because it's summer. It's summer, and I don't know if I'll get to the movie theater. Maybe if I have date night. And I don't know which one i go see, actually. Um, I don't know. Um, I haven't taken my children to see Toy Story 4. So maybe that, it's possible. It'd
0: be a good morning weekend one. Go early morning on a weekend.
1: Yeah, it's possible. And then, I mean, you, actually, we could go in the Take early... Take go to
0: the IMAX, the first showing in the we could, IMAX.
1: We could do it during the day. We could do it any day we wanted, okay. actually. Um yeah and then my cue I started watching Tales of the City, which is fantastic by the way. I really love it and it's, it's i it's an it's on Netflix, I believe and um yeah, check it out i It's really very interesting and it has some fantastic actors in it.
0: It has a Rochester native in it, Michael Park.
1: I know, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. He's also in Stranger Things. Wow. Yeah. He's yeah. The, the newspaper guy. Oh. Yeah. That's and cool. It was into and was in Dear Evan Hansen.
1: Geez. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll continue with My Big Little Lies as HBO just kind of. Dropping
0: rushed. one episode a week.
1: <gasps> and then uh, My Stranger Things. I'll just keep trying because I can't really watch it without Jason, but then he'll like What happened the last episode? I fell asleep. I I don't know. So we have to we we rewatch number three.
0: New game. Slap each other on the head every time somebody goes to sleep. Gosh,
1: it's just with a pillow,
0: not with your hands. The
1: problem is, is that we're doing stuff, and then by the time we are going to watch it, it's at like eleven thirty. Yeah, that's stupid. You should should go to bed.
0: My daughter was asking me at like nine o'clock last night, "Are we going to watch Stranger Things?" I'm like, Uh, "No, it's time for you to go to bed." Because I'm going to bed
1: in a half an hour. (laughs) I did notice one thing. Because some of Zoe's friends, Zoe is nine, and some of Zoe's friends claim, but I believe, have watched Stranger Things. And they have Stranger Things t-shirts. And it's like the first Stranger Things. Oh, Target
0: is all over with Stranger Things t-shirts.
1: And they're little kids, like nine years old. And this one, I noticed that there is actually a warning um like a what is that called like a warning banner at the top saying if you have any issues with strobing strobing or visual like certain visual yeah the first episode
0: would have if you if you have seizure stuff first episode would have gotten you pretty bad
1: but or if you have problems with like seeing things that are going to disturb you um don't watch this which i thought was good but I probably would have watched it at that age. But
0: oh, absolutely!
1: I I was a different kind of kid. And Zoe, no way. There's no way. And Jason, no way. Well, I'm, I'm
0: thinking <laughs> so. Like uh, I don't remember what the first year was, but I mean, my daughter's almost 15 now, and she's watched all three seasons. And
1: well, I mean, so. she's 15. 15. I mean, no.
0: Yeah, but I think there was she was 10 or 11 when the first year. Well,
1: so Zoe at eleven might be different than Zoe at nine. Yeah, my heartbreak could probably deal with it more, better. I don't know. Jason always says he things like, "Oh my god, I would never be able to watch that." I'm like, "Shut up, kids are not afraid until you're afraid." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they don't know it's scary until you say, "That's scary." It is. Oh, anyway,
0: I also think you know, and it happened to me. I think things like that adjust your scary barometer. Nobody like if you don't see scary things until you're older, then I think you get scared easier. If you see scary things when you're younger, things don't scare as much and I don't know, you enjoy Night- them in a different way.
1: Nightmare on Elm Street, Saw Too Young.
0: All that, that stuff. That screwed I mean, me up.
1: But I still love scary movies. So there you have it. Anyway.
0: Uh, up- movie wise for me, I don't think I'm going to see anything in the theaters this week. It's too busy of a week for me. Um, and even going into next week. So I don't think the next movie I'm going to see in theaters is probably going to be until Lion King. Okay. So.
1: It'll be streaming.
0: I'll be, yeah, I mean, try to get through Stranger Things first. I still have Sabrina and Good Omens. They're still on that queue. They're still in there. But I've really been going through, like, right now, is just been hammering out, like, the DVR crap. You know, I record all the stuff, my shows during the year when things are in season. And then I just blow through them. You know, forty-minute episodes at a time are a lot easier to watch than sit through an hour's worth of commercials.
1: I'm guessing your DVR does not have This Is Us.
0: No, but my wife watches it. I, so that's what she's I watch. already her This Is Us already clear the queue because a lot of what happens is because I'm um, I'm either shooting or doing something at the night or we're watching something else. So my stuff just cues up on the DVR, and then the nights when I'm at the theater. Or out on a shoot, she watches her shows on the DVR. So all of her stuff is now cleared off the of DVR queue. It's just all of my shows that I watch. Oh, you know I, well, so I'm just watching them in chunks. And
1: I just watch them on Hulu. I was like, oh my gosh, my DVR is full of all that stuff, but no, it's not. But
0: you know, I you know DVR. It, I've learned from Netflix and that you know, it just skips through all the commercials really quickly, and it's it's easier to watch it. It, it know, is ten but episodes.
1: I'm gonna get. I'm getting rid of mine though
0: to each their own yes i just have a lot of different shows i'm watching in and have been invested in for years that i kind of like watching to see where the arcs are gonna go and some things pass out some things die out whatever so yeah there's that and then it's all-star baseball week this week so we've been watching a lot of baseball oh. with our free time because my daughter's gotten really into baseball and this week was kind of an exciting week and so we got all-star baseball this week starting tonight um and then I'm off doing photograph stuff for the rest of the week. So I won't get back to even like in front of a TV until Saturday, probably. Okay. So.
1: We will, we will come up with something fun and interesting.
0: Yeah. And then we'll, so we'll have our, our episode next week and then we'll have another week off because I'm on my vacation. Oh. Sort of. We're in the Whiteface oh. Mountain. So.
1: Gosh. Well, you're in Lake Placid then, yeah?
0: Yeah, I'm doing the the photos for the race up there and then we're staying until
1: Where are you uh, staying? In town?
0: No, right at the campsite.
1: Oh cool. My white face, so That's awesome. I'll so
0: have... yeah, there we're gonna have a couple weeks here where we'll be split up some and so hopefully we'll get some mini episodes in.
1: I know. We're gonna we're gonna do our very, very best to do that.
0: All right. Well, I think that wraps up our show today. So
1: um, happy you could be with us.
0: You can find us where?
1: <laughs> on the internet. <laughs>
0: go bloopity 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 bloop. No. You can but, ask Siri. <laughs> you can ask
1: Siri. Um, she's going to wake no. up if we say her um, name. But, um,
0: you can find us culturalstewnet. What? Culturalstew.net. There you go. You can kind of find us on Facebook at cultural stew uh-huh. Podcast. That's and Culture on Twitter. And you can find our social media profiles and stuff. If you're interested in following us on any of those, through our website. And as always, there's music at the end of the show and at the beginning of the show. As you've noticed, we've changed it up a little bit. We're trying to...
1: Grab your attention. Grab your attention. So if, if you're out there, and I know there's a band I'm going to contact, actually, that needs to be you know on here. Um, they, you know, if you're a band, local band or wherever you are, it doesn't really matter where you are. Let us know if you want the intro and the exit music.
0: Yeah. We like music. We do. We like good music. We do. And, uh, slim pickings where we're choosing it from and we don't want to break legalese and get in trouble. We still oh, want to be here.
1: It's on this so. stuff. We want, we want you to, to, to actually listen to maybe yeah. it could be your big break
0: <laughs> maybe it'll be our big break
1: <laughs> that's true Anyway, all right.
0: well we'll catch you next time all right good week see our show notes for details on what the outgoing song is and who it is by and also as always if you have a piece of music that you'd like us to play or consider playing please contact us today Like what you've heard? Want to continue to hear more? Please consider Patreon. What is Patreon, you ask? Patreon is a content creator support site, a way for people to support the things they love and allow creators to continue creating the content that they love. Please consider heading over to patreon.com slash gfmedia and
1: becoming a Patreon supporter today.